Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with the indicas.com uh, these are unusual times uh, india along with most of the world faces unprecedented challenges in the fight against covid-19 and yet there are some companies and sectors that are busier than ever in the pursuit to deal with this uh, situation the cover story package focuses on just that and joining me to talk about the cover are forbes india's varsha meghani and naini thakur hi uh, varsha naini good evening hi abhishek Hi Abhishek good evening good evening and uh, before we dive into the story that uh, the two of you have written uh, Varsha if you could take us through you know what was discussed in what is now a remotely conducted editorial meet uh, what is it that uh, you guys had set out to achieve sure so uh, you know we wanted this to be uh, again about uh, you know covid and uh, the fight against the virus mm-hmm. so so we have a host of stories you know about this i mean the, the cover story is about seven startups that i have uh, made the fight against covid a common goal we have another story on how uh, you know the 3d printing uh, companies are helping uh, you know fabricate parts that are needed Right. Uh, especially for PPEs we have a story on how agritech is fixing the supply chain uh, how crowdfunding is helping those who have lost in, who have lost their incomes so there's a host of stories all covid related right doing these stories itself how is it for you as journalists uh, uh, discover things as they go along because the pace at which things are unraveling is quite frantic so how are you guys keeping up with it Yeah I mean luckily there's uh, you know Twitter and and various other social media platforms uh, that you know give you uh, information literally at uh, the snap of a button that helps us you know keep informed and um, you know in terms of reporting remotely that's uh, not been as challenging as as one would have thought uh, people are happy to speak over the phone speak over video calls so so it's been uh, yeah it's it's been interesting excellent so let's start with uh... Uh, the piece that the two of you have collaborated on and it it says how uh, seven startups that have stuck uh, their necks out innovated and made the fight against coronavirus a common goal can you take us through a couple of them to start with nani sure i looked at about four of these startups um, the first one being asimo robotics and uh, they essentially focused on creating robotics and uh, the founder jay krishnan he has um, you know uh, come up with these uh, i mean initially he set out to come up with robots which could serve people food i mean that's always been his focus but it was more targeted towards the restaurant sector and then now he shifted gears to moving into um, healthcare and health tech he had um, you know created these robots earlier when the nipah virus had happened and this is something when the corona virus happened and um, when the pandemic hit in especially this is an idea that struck him and um, he's created these bots um, i think the first one has just been you know deployed um, in the cochin medical college so so exactly so the robot uh, can go inside the isolation ward help out patients with uh, food medication all of that all the nurse has to do uh, from sitting outside is sort of you know put it on an app that this is the first person that you have to go to second person third person so on and so forth they also have a uv ray um, disinfectant box wherein the the patient can put in all his or her used um, you know stuff that they need to sort of discard and that comes back out so it's essentially taking care of things um, or places where the healthcare is are, are are sort of most vulnerable at and and doing their job for them that's asimov robotics 
So the second startup that I looked at is called Cure.ai. Now what Cure uh, has has come up with, it's an idea that um, the founder had where essentially they're looking at x-rays of patients and uh, because x-rays are extremely cheap, this is um, a device that they've used uh, earlier to cure uh, tuberculosis. And what it does is looking at the x-ray, it can tell what sort of, um, if the person has tuberculosis or not. So it can be used as a, as a preliminary test. Now, the same thing, I mean, considering coronavirus is also a pulmonary uh, disease, uh, a similar sort of concept has been used here as well, where all you have to do is look at the, the X-ray and the technology, which is called QXR, using AI and ML, which has, you know, a data of about um, over a million X-rays stored in. All it does is it, it tells you if the person has coronavirus or not. Considering testing has been one of our major issues across the world, um, his uh, technology you know, makes it a lot easier and cheaper for people to test faster. What struck me across all stories is that all uh, these entrepreneurs have moved very swiftly to respond to, to, the, to a crisis of this yeah. nature, uh, which is to tweak their either business models or the engineering itself. What were some of the things uh, that they must have checked on the checkbox uh, to, to get this right? I mean, I have a feeling that it wasn't as easy as they made it uh, look, to be very honest, because uh, given the lockdown, I mean, I know for a fact that Jay Krishnan, for instance, he told me, I mean, it was very difficult for me to get some time with him because it was just three people in his lab who were allowed to work. Similarly, for innovation, you know, because of the lockdown and given the situation, they barely have people who are working on ground. So while, I mean, they've come up with great technologies, um, this is a common problem that they have when it comes to scaling up. And all of them are in talks with the government. Um, Cure AI, for instance, is in talks with several government agencies. But um, the others, um, it's it's not been very easy for them. I mean, Docturnal, for instance, they need a lot of data from the ICMR. You know, that's taking a while because, of course, the ICMR is stuck with a lot of different problems. So for them to deploy the technology out there, that's taking a while. So um, I feel that the lockdown in itself has been proven to be a massive challenge for them. Indeed. And another story that, uh, you know, struck me was that of Saral Designs, uh, maker of sanitary napkins, and now they manufacture your face masks. 30,000 masks a day. It hasn't taken very long. Uh, Varsha, uh, what did you discover? How did you find out about them and how did they manage such a feat? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, this is really a story of uh, agility and quick thinking in the face of adversity. Um, so Saral Designs makes low-cost sanitary napkins. I mean, you of them because we've covered them previously when the pandemic struck India and especially the demand for masks uh, shot through the roof, but availability was scarce. Saral started looking into it and they realized that the materials used to make sanitary napkins, the raw materials, are similar to those used uh, to make three-ply masks. So they decided to re-engineer their machines to make masks instead. But like Lenny mentioned, the lockdown uh, was imposed and they couldn't find the parts that they needed to kind of refigure, reconfigure their machines to produce masks instead of sanitary napkins. So the CEO of Saral Designs, Sohani Mohan, you know, shot out emails to, you know, all her contacts. One of them happened to be a, a junior from IIT Bombay, where she studied, uh, who works at Mahindra. So And within hours of sending across that email to Mahindra saying that, hey, you know, can we use, you know, your factories will have these components. Can we, uh, you know, can we use them? She got a reply from Mahindra Automotive saying that, hey, we can help. So Saral sent them their uh, prototypes of their designs. 
Mahindra fabricated uh, the parts, sent it back to them. They re reconfigured their machines, and then literally overnight, those entire machines were uh, shipped to the Mahindra facility in Kandavli, and production started. So it began with about ten thousand masks a day, and it's now now producing about thirty thousand masks a day. And literally, all of this happened within a week. So from the shooting out that email to that uh, first lot of uh, production of masks. was about a week so these startups have acted really quickly you know thought on their feet you know really responded to the crisis uh, another one that uh, you write about is how a couple of folks in a in gurgaon based uh, startup they changed their product which was aimed at prison inmates to patients at hospitals how is that how does that work Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is an interesting one. So, StarQ is a Gurgaon-based startup. They leverage artificial intelligence to monitor CCTVs in prisons, and this is primarily prisons in Uttar Pradesh. Now, they could have just sat put and you know waited for the crisis to pass. Uh, you know, since their product doesn't really cater to uh, you know anything pandemic-related. But yet these guys managed to find a way to help out. So, what they did was they've reconfigured their their software. to work in areas where there are no cctvs so for instance you know you can stream that software on a on a mobile phone which can be placed in a temporary hospital or an isolation ward and they've taught the ai to detect something like you know uh, uh, when a patient sneezes or coughs that is relayed to a command center and as soon as that uh, information comes through a nurse or a doctor can tend to that patient so this helps with one contactless monitoring and two in you know in cases where you have low medical staff uh, this kind of you know remote monitoring helps so so that's one way where they kind of rejigged their solution to help with the crisis and secondly they've launched an ai powered thermal camera to help with uh, you know screening the body temperatures of people at a distance of 5 to 10 meters so it's useful in places like airports crowded places like airports where uh, you know you need to unmask screen people and and not just uh, you know some of these uh, solutions uh, while they are aimed at the masses uh, you also have a story i think naini uh, if i'm not mistaken you've done this uh, uh, where there is a product which is squarely targeted towards cancer patients is that correct who have lost their voice yes what they do is they have uh, designed this voice prosthesis which mm -hmm. is a tiny device uh, i mean what they do is they puncture a hole um in your um, in your throat which becomes your new nose is 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 what they say right. while they wear normal masks which cover our nose for them since you know the throat is their new nose uh, what they need to do is cover that uh, and and given the situation and given that there are no masks for them mm -hmm. uh, what these guys did is they created this um, sort of uh, a scar of kind of a thing which essentially is a is a is a bib and uh, using you know a creative design so that they don't look like patients and using this sort of waterproof uh, material mm -hmm. um they have devised this laryngeal bib which ensures that they are protected in a situation like this the good thing about this is um now given the uh, given the crisis and uh, for the ppes uh, there talks with a lot of people to possibly use the same material that is used to make the laryngeal bib to also create ppes uh, for healthcare workers so yeah right especially important because uh, patients with underlying conditions are the ones who are the most susceptible to uh, the the virus yeah. also uh, the, another theme that runs through all these uh, stories is that uh, there needs to be thorough collaboration between uh, companies even if they are in different industries uh, one we saw of uh, mahindra and saral 
uh, another one is with respect to ventilators which uh, all across the world including india uh, uh, dire need for varsha if you could take this one what is the real situation and uh, how important is is the need for ventilators in india and how are some companies grappling with it so the need for uh, ventilators is pretty dire we have uh, you know according to one manufacturer we have about 40000 ventilators presently across all hospitals in india of those um, you know he said that about 20-25% are probably dysfunctional. So that leaves about 30-32,000 ventilators that are functional, which is not obviously not enough to deal with the kind of crisis because uh, that that we're facing. Because you know, on average, a person might need say five to seven days on a ventilator if it's you know a serious case of COVID, or an elderly person might even need two to three weeks on a ventilator. One doctor told me. because the lungs are weaker so so you know the need for ventilators is clear so we uh, spoke to a couple of uh, manufacturers and their startups one is a bangalore based uh, startup called biodesign innovation labs another is called agva which is delhi based um and they all make low cost ventilators and they've been doing so pre covid but their production was about 300 400 ventilators a month again not enough to you know cater to the kind of demand that we're seeing right now they decided to tie up with so in the case of agwa they tied up with maruti suzuki to ramp up production and likewise uh, biodesign innovation labs uh, they've tied up with uh, a company called remedio that makes ophthalmology devices but they've offered up their facilities to kind of mass manufacture ventilators so you're looking at now thousands of ventilators being churned out every month thanks to these kind of partnerships um so 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 you're right yeah, you know it's um, you know it's about startups collaborating with larger corporates which uh, you know you don't usually see and you definitely don't see at this speed for a better world hopefully uh, that you know that there is uh, such quick thinking and also execution that is in the works and we hope that the situation improves sooner rather than later and all of us can get back to work and people are back in the pink of health uh, and and on that note uh, thank you very much varsha and nani for your time on this podcast thanks abhishek thank you thank you uh, and all you listeners you can get this podcast on forbesindia.com and on itunes uh, and to have someone call you for a forbes india subscription message forbes to 51818 Thank <laughs> you.